are live. Boom. What's up, Israel? Nothing much, dude. Just hanging out. Dude, just hanging out. Um, how many people do you think are going to listen to this? Like, more Hopefully than five? a lot. <laughs> well, at, at least more than three for sure. Uh, Hopefully. So, anybody that's out there in the ether listening to this, uh, hopefully it is enjoyable to you and you can pass time during quarantine hearing our sultry voices. Yes. Luring you into a trance. Soothing you, yes. Hopefully you're not driving. If you are lured into a trance, uh, we hold no liability for that. That's your fault, not ours. None whatsoever. No one told you to listen while you were driving. uh, We don't really know what we're going to talk about. We're just going to talk. We're just going to talk about anything. uh, May venture into the world of sports. May venture into the world of Jesus. Hopefully we don't venture into the world of politics, because I don't think either one of us knows enough to uh, say anything about it. According to my brother John, I barely know history, so we'll (laughs) see what happens. Like what kind of history? Well, I mean, he just said history, so I don't... History is his story? Boom! Let's go! Half of me wants to punch you, and the other half wants to laugh. Uh, You're the worst. Yeah, well... It happens. uh, So how uh, how has quarantine been for you? It's... It's actually been like still normal for me. I haven't treated it any differently. I'm still out and about. Well, not out and about, but I'm still like still going to work and still going to work, still doing stuff at the church. I'll go and I'll work out outside. I'll go on a run and oh. usually my little nephew's here playing Madden, taking beating you for sure. No, 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 beating me sometimes. I usually the record right now, I think it's like 15 and 3, which I hold He's beat you 15 no, no, times. No, no, no. I've beat him 15 times. Oh. He's only beaten me three. so, And those those three losses were pretty bad. I'm not going to lie to you. They mm. were just one of those those type of losses where you don't even try anymore. Like You just don't even care. He beat you with the Browns or what, dude? No. He's actually beaten me with the Titans. He's beaten me with the Green Bay Packers. And he's beaten me with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I've taken some L's with some decent teams. Okay. How old is he? He's for sure 10, 9 or 10. I want to say 9 or 10. 9 or 10. Hey, Alex, how old is your nephew? Nine. He's 9, apparently. Oh, I got him. 9. <laughs> 9. I was close enough. But yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been doing this quarantine, trying to survive. Trying to survive? By not practicing social distancing? By not practicing social Dude, you're social the reason distancing. that the curve is not flattening. You know what? It is okay. It is okay. Because... The people that I hang out with don't have to hang out with me, but they do anyways. <laughs> so you're <laughs> so you're pushing the blame off onto somebody else? I mean, most people that know me would say that is what I normally do. Hmm. So you should know. That's what I normally do. That is normally what you do. <laughs> <laughs> and you, dude, what about you? What have you been doing? Dude, I mean, I've definitely been practicing social distancing other than uh, we're we're six feet apart, aren't we? More like three, maybe? God, we're farther than three feet, dude. Okay. Like f- five. Five Four feet. and a half feet, five yeah. feet. But, uh, no, I've I've still been out uh, mowing yards and... Naturally. Doing limited stuff at the church because we've been doing parking lot services the last couple weeks. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I haven't had a whole lot of uh, interaction with humans other than my family. But, and now you, boom, a couple times. You're welcome. But apparently, you're running all over the town, spreading the Rona to people. So I mean, technically, the town is spreading the Rona to me. So there's a difference. 
Dude, you better uh, you better be careful, bro. Somebody's what I've learned and they're gonna, is they're going to chastise you and they're going to uh, call the police on you and no, 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 it's force fine. you to be quarantined. No, 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 it's okay. I'm not scared of no popo. Call the popo. I mean, technically, I can't give people what I don't have. So if I don't have the Rona, I can't give it to you. Have you been tested? Huh? Have you been tested for the Rona? I've been tested positive for Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, dude. <laughs> kind. <laughs> nah, dude, you just hate the idea of me. But you love me, though. All right. Well, whatever, dude. Um, So the draft is Thursday. Uh, Yeah, the draft is Thursday. I'm kind of... Because of what we did with Byron Jones and we, I mean, the Cowboys, um, I'm that fan that, that includes himself in the Cowboys planning. Naturally. Like if, uh, like if I uh, actually work or play for them but what they um because of what we did with byron jones by letting him walk um i really do hope they go for a safety or or not a safety but a cornerback um which really um usually i do a good job of of like listening to draft podcasts and keeping up with people that are that are good prospects but not this year the only two names that i've heard are are C.J. Henderson from Florida, a mm-hmm. 6'1 corner, 200, I think, like 260 pounds, pretty good speed. 260 pounds? No, not 260. <laughs> 220, 220, my bad. That's a big boy, dude. Yeah, he is. He's a big dude. Him and uh, and um, Delpit, I can't remember his first name, Delpit from LSU. Mm. But the one thing that's wrong with Delpit is that he can't tackle or that he's scared to tackle, at least, at least that's what the scouts and the prospects people saying the draft yeah. uh got to be able to tackle if you're going to play professional football you have to but i mean i uh, like i said but most of them are pointing to defensive linemen okay like uh Caleb on chase on from um again from lsu mm-hmm. um there's a lot of sec one. dudes out there that yeah you dude there's another up. guy i can't remember his name uh but he played in the senior bowl anyways his name escapes me but was he a senior I think he was, yeah. I mean, that's why it's called the Senior Bowl. But, yes. Uh, so y'all pick 17th. We were talking earlier in the car, and you said that uh, this is a controversial t- uh, take, so any Cowboys fans that are listening, uh, I just want you to know that I don't particularly hold this opinion, but Israel Marquez. That is true. He does hold this opinion that you would not you would not be opposed to taking J- uh, Jalen Hurts at number 17. I would not be opposed to taking Jalen. At 17, no. Uh, is that because you hate Dak Prescott? Or? No, no, no. Well, I mean, um, I've never been a fan of Dak. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Tony Romo's your boy. I forget about that sometimes. I that, mean, I'm uh, a Romo fan. You would, you would let Romo come back in right now and take back his oh, job. Oh, for sure. Tony Romo, come back right now, bro. If for some reason, in God's great in God's great wisdom, and, and I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now, but if this podcast for some reason got to Tony Romo... <laughs> Tony, come back to the Cowboys. I need you, homie. I need you. I need you. I think he's going to be fine sitting there making like 20 mil. Oh, yeah, for sure. Talking with Jim Nance. Jim Nance. I was going to say Chris Collinsworth, but that's uh, NBC, right? (laughs) Okay. All right. So speaking of Chris Collinsworth, there was a meme that was all like uh, uh, that I miss football so much um, that I am desperate um, that I would listen to these two guys. And it was a picture of Joe Buck and Chris Collinsworth. Okay, okay, <laughs> listen. 
I'm I'm a, I think I'm one of the only people that does not dislike Joe Buck. I don't mind Joe Buck. I like Joe Buck. Like I I really enjoy listening to him call football and baseball games. I don't like I when Joe Buck is like calling Chris baseball games because then I have to hear Tom Brenneman. And that's where I'm like, blah, Tom Brenneman. I I don't like him. Yeah, but But Joe Buck is my guy. And I don't mind Chris Collinsworth either. I don't like Chris Collinsworth. The one the one deal that that I I'm not and I'm not saying that I could do it any better. No, I no, just no. Don't enjoy listening to him do color. Yeah, no, Sorry. I'm I mean, I don't mind him doing color. It's it's I mean what was um John Madden's last year, oh six, I think, or oh seven? Something like that. Something like that. But like he was getting to a point where you could barely understand the guy. Well, I mean he did he did tell us exactly what was going on in the most with the telestrator, you were right. Yeah. I mean, so. But I mean um, I don't mind Chris Collingsworth. Um, um, the duo that I didn't like was uh, um, Joe Tessitore and Booger McFarland. Come on, I, man. I, I couldn't stand those guys. Joe Tessitore getting excited about everything. Yeah. Oh! And he got a first down. One yard on first down. Joe yeah. Tessitore. Booger McFarland, man, that dude. <laughs> so what and happened? Pey- and then Peyton Manning's like, no, nah, I don't want to no, go. No, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> What should have happened is Jason Wynn should have never come out of retirement, just stayed in the booth. He wasn't and very then good, you should though, have, was he? Huh? He wasn't very good, though, was he? No. So then. Well, he was decent. Okay. But, I mean, still, I mean, I don't know. Who do you wind up going to? The Raiders? Yes. Yes. Wow, man. Which they got most of our Cowboys, like, not most, like, a few of our good, well, not good, <laughs> but a few of our decent guys. Uh, um, just hedge everything, dude. Just well, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm careful. not gonna don't look, make a declarative statement about anything. Look, <laughs> I'm that. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm a realist Cowboys fan. Okay. So, um, I can be that annoying Cowboys fan. Oh, we're gonna win Super Bowl, dude. You can for sure be that annoying. I can Cowboys, be that annoying especially Cowboys when it comes fan. to draft day. Yeah, for sure. Remember um, when I you can, were so mad about Leighton Vanderesh? I was very upset with Leighton <laughs> Vanderesh because I wanted them to pick up Derwin James. See, that's that's when I was paying attention to the draft. And Derwin James was the top safety prospect coming out. He was like they were comparing him to uh, to Jalen Ramsey, and I was upset when we missed out on Jalen Ramsey because I wanted Jalen more than I wanted Ezekiel Elliott. Dude, you said nothing. All I heard from you was Ezekiel Elliott, Zeke, 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 this, that, and the other no. for a month before the draft. <laughs> well, they were talking about it, and and um, and it was Zeke uh, was getting hyped up and. Um, deservedly so. He was the top running back that year. But then um, as it got closer, you started hearing more about Jalen Ramsey. But you always heard about Jalen Ramsey, but uh, right. the guys that I would hear uh, from my draft pro- uh, podcast started talking more about Jalen Ramsey. Okay. And it really made me intrigued. So I was like, I really want to hear the, or like see this guy's highlights and see this guy's tape. So what can a fan like me, a football fan, do? Who can't afford actual tape, game tape? YouTube. 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 So I went, Jalen Ramsey highlights. I fell in love. I was like, I want Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I want Jalen Ramsey. Because that year they were talking about either between the three prospects the Cowboys could have picked, they were talking about Nick Bosa, no, Joey Bosa, Ezekiel Elliott, and Jalen Ramsey Yeah. at those three spots. Bosa went earlier, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Bosa went at three. Okay. Cowboys picked Zeke, and Four. then the Jags picked picked uh Jalen. And now he's with the uh Rams, right? Now he's with the Rams, yeah. They gave away too much do the Rams. Do the Rams. The Rams are in, in a world of trouble. But well because their mindset is win now. 
And that's well, a good was, mindset and to then, have. And then they, but, I mean, they hedged all their money into that one place and like, yeah. then it didn't happen. But it's a good mindset Todd to Gurley's have. Todd knees fell apart. Well, yeah. But I think Todd Gurley is going to for sure wreck people's lives. You better watch your mouth. In Atlanta. You better watch your mouth. I forgot. I'm sorry. Forgive you know how me. much I hate them. Yeah, I do know. But get this. Okay, this is kind of weird. I just I just thought uh, about just this. a reminder that the Atlanta Falcons had a twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl and wound up <laughs> losing to Tom Brady. And I'm gonna the, have to uh, give you a shirt that says Patriots like, that talks about that, bro. Uh, please do because that I mean, other than the the Saints Super Bowl in two thousand nine, uh, was it two thousand nine or two thousand ten? No, two thousand nine, right? What? Saints Super Bowl? Yeah, two thousand nine. Uh, other than the Saints Super Bowl, freaking my Porter favorite dude saved your life, dude, freaking. Tracy Porter. Tracy Porter saved uh, your life. Other than that one, my most favorite Super Bowl is the one that the Falcons were up 28-3 to in the first <laughs> half and wound up losing to Tom Brady in overtime. It was the greatest game. Now, um, I know I've shared this with you a lot, but for our new and improved uh, viewers, or <laughs> new and improved listeners, sorry, uh, yeah, you listeners. You guys can't see us. No, you can't. You guys you can't no see us. have no idea what we even look like. But if you know who we are, you could put... For sure, voices to faces. Anyways, uh, um, that night we were having a special Super Bowl church thing, and um, for the which which one? Oh, the Atlanta one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah oh, one. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we were having a special Dare, Super Bowl right? church thing. Yeah, yes, dude. And so me and Dare are there, uh, and like everybody's brother, going with brother, Atlanta. Dare. Oh yes, uh, Dare, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, and I love you, dude. But um, he does. He really does. And, love you. And, and so he's going, and uh, he loves you so much. He loves you. <laughs> All right, that's enough, Francine. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> he loves you so much. Uh, but um, he's going, and uh, and everybody, oh, my gosh, everybody's all like, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. And I was like, the Patriots are taking this. Well, then Atlanta goes off in that high-powered offense, high-powered offense and just takes off and puts up those 25. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, Jones just let's get it, right? Smoking it, man. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, as we're leaving after halftime, or uh, uh, third quarter, we left because I think they'd put up another one, right? Because it was like twenty. No, it was twenty-eight to three. Twenty-eight was, to three was the score at yeah. halftime. Okay, and so like finally, when nothing was happening, we're all uh, or, or slowly but surely, the Patriots started coming back, and we're like, "See, see, what did I tell y'all? Shut up, Israel, get out of here!" Da, 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 da. You know, and I was like, "No, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, this is what's happening." Excuse me, and so. Uh, we're going, and finally I was like, hey, Dale, let's go. And so uh, driving back home, um, I have XM radio turned on, and never like it was just insane. Touchdown Patriots, touchdown Patriots, two-point conversion, touchdown Patriots, and you're like, <laughs> what the heck? And then we get back to the house, and I put it on the TV, and sure enough, the Patriots came back. Touchdown Patriots. Touchdown dude. Patriots. But I for sure want me a shirt that says not touchdown Patriots, but the twenty eight and three score. But um, for those uh, new listeners out there, which is all of you, because this is the first one we've ever put up. First one. Uh, I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. Oh, through and through. And uh, I despise the Atlanta Falcons with a passion, a fiery passion, a fiery passion. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, every every franchise has their least favorite franchise, and the Falcons are mine. Yeah. Um, I'm also a Chicago Bulls fan, as far as basketball is concerned. Shout out MJ. That was their intro uh, music. 
for those who don't know. Uh, art, artfully done. As well as beautiful. Thank you. Uh, and I even hate the Atlanta Hawks just because they're in Atlanta. <laughs> um. <laughs> that one I have not heard, people, so that's why I'm like, laughing. Ridiculously. I don't like Atlanta in general. I mean, nothing against the city. I just don't like your sports teams. Boom. Uh, there not you a fan go. of the Braves. The uh, any other Atlanta teams that there are that I'm thinking not not even remembering at the moment. <laughs> just don't like you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sure that you have wonderful people, but I Maybe. don't. Li- I don't like the Falcons or the uh, or the Hawks. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, so yeah. Um, anyway, uh, this is the least I've ever. I think this is the least I've ever paid attention to draft coverage because. I mean, the whole thing, the pandemic. Yeah, I, I mean, the pandemic has been weird. Like, Corona's like shut everything down, and I, I, I mean, I mow yards all day long, and yeah. so I have all the time in the world to listen to podcasts, and I do. It's just like the only thing people are talking about is Tua, and like, is he healthy? Tua, Where's I he going to go? I forgot about Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, dude, he's Hawaiian. He is. <laughs> For those of you who didn't know, he's Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was listening. <laughs> I was listening to Bill Simmons' pod today, and him and Rosillo were talking. And Rosillo uh, <laughs> was like, "Dude, there was this Alabama like uh, chat board or whatever uh, message board when <laughs> when Tua first came in, and they were like, the coaches were saying that Tua was having trouble like learning the playbook at first. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, he's a foreign player." <laughs> He's, yeah, he's he's a foreign boring. player, so they yeah. should they they probably need to get him a uh, translator so wow. that, okay. so that yeah. he can understand the words that are coming out of the mouth. Wow! And uh, it's like he's from Hawaii, not another country. I mean, it's a part of America. It is part of America. Um, and so there's a lot of speculation on what th- what's going to happen with that. There's a lot of people that think that uh, the Lions are going to trade back. Um, so that somebody else can pick him up. There's a lot of people thinking that that's going to be the Dolphins trading up from. They're at five, right? I think so, yeah. And then a lot of people are saying that even the Chargers may want to pick him up because the Chargers—that's another one—don't really have a quarterback. They don't, um, and they don't really have an identity because they're in Los Angeles now, which is a stupid thing. They should have just stayed in I San mean, Diego. I can't. That that obviously me I so can't much. make any kind of decisions. But if I could make decisions, I'd I just pick them up and put them back in San Diego. I mean. San Diego deserves their Chargers back. Yeah, dude. Like moving to LA was the dumbest thing they could have ever done. Well, like, okay, um, the Rams we understand because they were there. From the like, that was their original home, so mm-hmm. we understand them going back. Yeah, but the Chargers, dude. I mean, stay in San Diego, man. Stay in San Diego. Come on, bro. Like, it's go nice. back to San Diego. You guys have beautiful weather in San it's Diego. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, so does Los I'm, Angeles. Yeah. Uh, what? What's going on? <laughs> But I mean, and they just lost their franchise quarterback, the guy that leads their uh, franchise and everything. I mean, Philip Rivers, um, now with the Colts. I forgot about that weird. one too. But but I feel they should have gave Jacoby Brissett at least one year. I mean, he's still there. Well, yeah, I mean, I know he's, he's still there. The but job. if they start him, Philip Rivers over Jacoby, I'm gonna be I don't know, dude. not J- upset, but I'm gonna be like, y'all should have given him a year, one more. I mean. To start of, he wasn't very good last year. I thought he started off okay. He did start. I mean, he started off okay, but but I guess it's not how he starts; how you finish. That's but true. That's what that's what we learned from my boy Patty Mahomes. That is what we learned from Patty Mahomes, which Dude. that dude's amazing. Anyways, 
We're going to stay on this course here. Tua. Tua. Tua Tagovailoa. I forgot about him. If the Cowboys, if he's there at 17, the Cowboys should pick he's up not Tua gonna be, He's not going to be there at 17, I know dude. he's not going to be there at 17, but if he's there at 17, take him. Um, But like I said, my original thought the process has always been defense because let's say, okay, not let's say, but uh, we picked up some backup cornerback that was riding the practice squad train in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Something, uh, not something. I think it's like Maurice Candy or something like that. Some weird. Uh, which I have my phone in front of me. I could totally Google you his for name. Sure could look that up. You but want I'm to. not going to. Actually, I am. But anyways, <laughs> uh, here in a minute. Give me a second. Uh, that was my table for everybody who just heard that weird noise. Um, and so they. Um, they picked him up at safety. They picked up Ha Ha Clinton Dix. That is his name. Those who don't actually know football, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Um, he uh, he came because Mike McCarthy was his old coach. Because Mike McCarthy was his old coach. Uh, and we signed uh, what is it? Don Terry Poe to the D line and Gerald McCoy to the D line. Um, so if we went cornerback, I would not be upset about going cornerback. Uh, like I said, Grant Grant Delpit. There you go. That's his name, Grant Delpit. Maurice Candy. Maurice Candy. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on, uh, listeners, don't get confused. Uh, Maurice Candy is the one we picked up in free agency. Grant Delpit is the cornerback from LSU that's coming out of the draft oh, this okay. year. There you go. Okay. I'm sorry. Have you verified Maurice Candy's name yet? No, I have not. Hold on. Um. And so him and C.J. Henderson, so, I mean, are the only two prospects I heard of. So, but if we do go offense, then okay. Some have even, um, but these are just mock drafts, so you don't, I mean, this, and some do mock drafts just to be ridiculous. Like one of them, excuse me, one of them said C.D. Lamb was coming to, <laughs> that the Cowboys pick C.D. Lamb at, at 17? 17. Yeah. He's not going to be available like, at 17. No, he's not going to be available at 17. <laughs> if he is, you guys that's better a, pick him that's up. A, that's like a dream come true if he's there at 17. Dude, can you imagine yeah. him and Amari Cooper together? Oh, my gosh. Bro. And freaking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Gallup? Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, we kind of went um, defense this free agency. I wouldn't uh, be upset if we went defense in the draft as well with the first pick but if Jalen Hurts is there and the Cowboys are still stalling with Dak or CD Lamb or CD Lamb I'd pick any of those two guys up right now all right did you find out Maurice Candy's name yet no not yet dude look up stop playing on Snapchat and look up the freaking name of the guy that you just said viewers I just or viewers uh, (laughs) listeners I just want you to know this is how he always talks to me that's because you're always doing things to aggravate me uh, breathing. I don't is that want it? to be this way. <laughs> J.K. Friends. Not no. He's not kidding. This is how he actually talks to me, and he's rude. Well, that is exactly how I always talk to you, but I never <laughs> mean anything that I say. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so we got Ha Ha Clinton Dix, Gerald McCoy. Um, hold on, give me just a second. I have to scroll through all these names. I already said Dan Terry Poe. We re-signed Darian Thompson. We re-signed Anthony Brown, and that upset me. Oh, yeah. It is Maurice Candy. Look at you, man. You're smart. Boom. 
Thank you, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, I totally forgot Anthony Brown. Uh, that signing upset me, for sure. Not that saying it was a bad signing. Yeah. But um, he was injured all of last year, and I would rather have Byron Jones. Where'd Byron Jones go to? To Miami. To Miami? Miami, huh? Yeah. Moon's over Miami. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> What, dude? It's <laughs> Denny's, bro. Oh, gosh. Dude, how excited are you going to be to go sit in a restaurant when, when everything goes back to normal? Dude, for sure. Like, I'm probably not going to waste the gas to go all the way to Amarillo, but I'm for sure going to sit in some of these restaurants here in Friona. All right. <laughs> like, okay. When they first, like, when they fully open go, up, like, and they're like, no, no holes barred, you can go do whatever you want, dude. Um, I may go venture off and go to Lynn's Grand Buffet in Amarillo. <laughs> do not go to Lynn's first off, bro. Why, bro? Bro! Uh, have they ever passed a uh, health inspection at Lynn's? No, but they passed my stomach inspection for sure. <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, I always leave. Well, maybe it'll be better the first time after, after quarantine's lifted. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. So... They have a buffet in Lubbock that used to be a Lens, and it's now called Dragon Buffet. Dude, that one's good too. It's, it's good, but it is. Dirty, it's just as dirty, dude. yeah, but it's really good. <laughs> Look, if uh. <laughs> if anybody has eaten, my voice just cracked. Sorry, but if anybody has eaten at those restaurants, just know the Rona ain't got nothing on you. No, yeah, you're you're <laughs> immune. You're good. You're <laughs> immune to the Rona if you've eaten at Lynn's Grand Buffet and or Dragon, Dragon, especially Dragon, especially Buffet. Dragon Buffet in Lubbock. I think they had like a D minus. Oh, I mean, probably and for sure. Like got it up to a C or something. I don't know, dude. It was. I don't, I don't go too in depth, or I don't, you know, into those health inspection grades. I don't go too in depth with them, but if it's good, I'll go eat at them. So regardless of what <laughs> letter grade they get, it's all right. With <laughs> Living me. lawless out here, dude. I, I mean, hey, I'm a rebel with the cause. I have to get good food in my stomach, and those places are good food for and me. That's your cause. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm ready to go uh, back to Jalisco's and Hereford. Oh yeah. Um, I'm also ready to go to IHOP or Dude Wild Wings or something. Okay, you know what? Uh, what I'm really ready for mm-hmm. is to go ball up again. Dude, dude. Oh my gosh, I'm ready Bro. to go ball up again. Yes, ready. Me too. Like, because I it, what was so it? Like, much. March 14th was the last time we went. Did you see that post I by Shivari? Yeah. Hey, Shivari, <laughs> look, dude, um, I love you and you're my boy, but stop throwing shade at me and Jeff <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Did he throw shade at us? No, no, he didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but like, he goes, he's all like, I know uh, he the, said if he, if he knew that March 14th was going to be the last time, time of ball, he would have gone harder. And then freaking. Like, Kagan freaking Cagonaron uh, um, gets on there and is like, hey, uh, uh, we went 8-0. I was which like, they you did, jerk. They did go 8-0. Which they did go 8-0. And we had a lot of chances to win, but we yeah. just didn't know how to close. Yeah, we were pretty much the Dallas Cowboys these past few years. Don't know how to close. We were. Don't know how to finish a game. Don't know how. Don't know. We just broke down. We did. And then we were going to play the next weekend. Or was it the next day? No, it wasn't the next day. It was the next weekend. Next weekend, and then they were like, nope. Sorry, friends. We're closing the gyms. Yeah, that's when all so. the Rona stuff happened. Yeah, I cannot. Dude, I cannot wait to get I back cannot wait, hoop, man. I cannot wait to play basketball, and I cannot wait to watch basketball. Oh, my gosh. Like, please, I want to see NBA what's, what's going to happen. Please, NBA, come back. Uh, okay, now, how do you think they should do that? 
do you think they should finish? What was it? Nineteen games left. No, I don't think they should finish the regular season. You don't season. finish? No. Oh, so you think they should just jump straight into the playoffs? So here's what I think. Here's what I think they should do. Um, if they have time, I don't know. I don't know how they will work things out with a time frame or schedule. But if I had it my way, I would take um, any teams that had already qualified for the playoffs. I, I'd probably take the top ten teams in each um, conference. Yeah. Um, and just play five or six games to adjust playoff seating. Um, see if those nine and ten teams can can steal the eight seed or whatever. Yeah. Um. And then start the playoffs um, as soon as possible. As soon as possible, just because uh, you know we're already going to be in in May. Like May first is when they're saying things could open back up, and I don't foresee them playing any sports until June. If and they do bring um, uh, bring back the NBA May first, if that's the start date, I think they should do it without any people in the stadiums. Oh, I, mean, I don't think they're. It. I don't think they're going to have people in the stadiums at all until okay, until next season. I mean, not stadiums, but uh, um, arenas. Arenas. Yeah, there you go. I don't think they're going to have anybody in the arenas at all until at least the twenty twenty season. Um, so they'll probably play the playoffs and everything in empty empty arenas, which means they'll probably have to play in smaller venues. Yeah, um, because it would be stupid to play college staples staples center 17,000 empty seats and uh, jack nicholson there on the uh, (laughs) just relaxing by (laughs) himself just just looking (laughs) with his uh wispy hair flying in the wind Um, and then getting all hype when ad or lebron goes up for the dunk yeah so there's a lot of uh speculation on how, how they should do it and one of the ideas is to take uh, take them to Vegas because they already have it set up for summer league. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got all those gyms there, and then they can they can take um, you know the MG Grand, MGM Grand or you know Mandalay Bay or whatever. Yeah. Um, hotel, rent it out specifically for those teams that have that have made it those sixteen teams, and then um, just take them and put them uh, test them every day or whatever. But family, like, allow them a certain amount of people to come with them so they can have family there. Yeah. Um, but just make sure that it's locked down tight so that, you know, you can continue quarantining. And then have four or five courts where you can play multiple games a day if you need to. Because, I mean, it's like an, having an AAU tournament or whatever. They have 50, 60 teams at those, and they yeah. just play all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they'd be able to do it. It's just a matter of compensation and whether the players would go for it um how you know how it all breaks down i um, think um the nba's concern is or probably one of the concerns i know they have many but one of them with trying to start the playoffs is that they don't want to run into the nfl kickoff because i mean let's be realistic here the nfl reigns supreme right but if they started the playoffs in june they'd be done by Mid July, yeah. Well, um, and NFL kicks off like their actual kickoff is like what the third week September. of September. Yeah. Um. So I don't think they'd have any risk of running into. Because um, it's always nine eleven weekend, isn't it? Something, something like that. Yeah. Or like the week of nine eleven mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, I know that like the the Hall of Fame game or that stupid preseason game is that, oh, that yeah. starts off Monday Night Football is like in the middle of August. But yeah. Nobody cares about that. Um, no. And so. I do think it would be smart for the NBA to adjust their schedule from now on, though, and just start on Christmas Day um, instead of trying to start in October and playing against the NBA, the NFL 
yeah. for half their season anyway. Because yeah. if they start Christmas Day, um, and then you know by February, the season's already practically over. Yeah. Starting in December. Yeah, but if they, I mean, if they start yeah. on Christmas Day and then play into July or early August every year, um, it would make a lot more sense than going up against the NFL. Um, they would not lose as many fans yeah. uh, ratings and all that kind of stuff and I just think it makes way more sense for them because once football ends in February from the end of like from this that second weekend in February until the end of March there's literally nothing like nothing going against them well there was rest in peace XFL <laughs> It's coming back, isn't it? Well, I thought they fired half their entire staff. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I think I read sucks. that somewhere. That I thought they like guaranteed at least two seasons. No, like they fired their entire <laughs> staff thanks to the Rona, bro. Vince McMahon can't win to save his life. He tried it once in 01, failed miserably, but that was just trash football in 01. Yeah. Uh, the XFL actually had a chance this time around, and just thanks, Rona. Thanks. Yeah. Vince McMahon's all like, oh, there you go. I just like. Flushed more money down the toilet. Yeah. But I thought they had, uh, like, TV contracts and stuff guaranteed through that 2021. I, I mean, I don't know. Because well. I read on, on some, I think it was, like, Instagram or, or or Facebook or maybe the Bleacher Report that I get notified with that it said that they'd fired a lot of staff from the XFL. Well, Players, I mean, coaches. Of, right. But so just because like, they fired yeah. people doesn't mean they can't rehire them later. Well, I mean, I mean that's, that's true. That's what a lot of people are going to have to do. Well, I mean, that was, that's what I've been hoping my job would do so I can stay home like everybody else. You would have no money. That's okay. Is it? Yeah. I think uh, your brother would have something to say about that when you couldn't pay any bills. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I could live off the land for sure. Can you? Yeah. Uh, how? I could cook bugs and eat them. You wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do that. You better, but, keep, you better keep going to work. I really don't want to. But, uh, Marshall, if you're listening to this, I really don't want to. Dude, I hope <laughs> I hope you don't get fired off of the first podcast that we ever record together. Uh, no, it's all right. I always I always call Marshall in the morning and I always tell him that I can't I can't make it in. I got the Rona, and then I'll fake cough. And he's all like Rona and all. I'll come to work, and I'll tell him, "All right, I'll be there in a minute." Yeah, well. Which I should say, "All right, I'll be there in 15, because that's what I really mean to say. But. Everybody knows. But everybody knows that I say a, a minute. A minute means. A minute Not means a minute. Not a minute, yeah. Nice. Yeah. But, I mean, back to the topic at hand. <laughs> I'm ready for the NBA. Dude, I'm ready for basketball. I'm, I'm just ready for sports. I'm. I'm tired of watching the same highlights on YouTube over and over again. So watch new highlights. Of Luka Doncic, of LeBron, of Reggie Miller, of... Uh, of the four, uh, the 2014 Dallas Cowboys, of uh, dude, believe it or not, like I don't know what it is. Like, heck, like I can't even watch our 2016 highlights. Why not? I don't know. Like, I just think they're trash games. <laughs> is, is that Dak's rookie season? Yeah, that's the year we went 13 <laughs> and three. But because you hate Dak, dude. It's because you love Tony Romo so much, man. Uh, look, Antonio Ramiro, if if you're listening to this. He loves you very much, Tony. He loves you very much. I'm a Tony Romo guy through and through, man. Uh, I get it, man. I mean, but but anyways, if if Breeze got benched because he broke his everything, dude, Breeze is legit. And then he came back 
and some rookie was just like stealing his spot, I'd be like, "We gonna put Breeze back in?" Hey, or? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, dude. Taysom Hill, or if they wouldn't have let uh, Teddy Two Gloves walk, couldn't afford him. Teddy Two Gloves, couldn't afford him, dude. Dude, what if uh, what if the Saints pick a quarterback? I mean, I'm I'm because they have what I'm actually I'm a hundred percent behind them picking a quarterback. Well, um. Because this is this is Breeze's last season. Is I mean, it pretty pretty positive? This is going to be his last season. Well, how old is he? Like thirty eight, thirty nine. He's forty. There you go. Well, I mean, I can't say for the go because Tom Brady's playing at forty three already. Yeah, forty two. Um, so we we only have one. Uh, so we pick at twenty four. I don't know that we would pick a quarterback in the first round. Unless something crazy happens and Tua's sitting there, or uh, <laughs> like Justin Herbert, or what if Jalen Hurts goes all the way down to you? I don't know if we would pick Jalen Hurts. Um, I'm not saying we wouldn't, but I just don't know. I, I haven't seen. I hadn't heard anybody really talk about Jalen Hurts until this week about him being possibly a first round pick for anybody. Yeah. Um. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But like, what? Or like, what if? He I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be opposed to them picking Jalen Hurts, but because right just, now, uh, I just know for sure. I love Taysom Hill, and he's amazing as a part of the offense. Yeah, I do not want to see that dude under center as our full time quarterback. Because right now, you sorry got, Taysom, I just don't think you're that good of a quarterback. Sorry Taysom, you're just not that good, bro. Um, but you're a good, uh, you're a good gadget guy. And I'm not saying that I could play quarterback because I can't. Yeah. I just know that um, from what I've seen, when you come in in spurts, you ball out. But if you are ever required to play, okay. A bunch now these of snaps are in a row. I just don't trust it. Man. Now these are some top names. Now we know Joe Burrow's going. Joe Burrow's going. He's going to be going the first. Probably, yeah. We know Tua Tagovailoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's probably going in the first five or six picks. Okay. Uh, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. I mean, if he drops to 24, I wouldn't mind us picking him. You wouldn't mind it? No. You got Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason, he's good. I don't think he's a first-round pick, though. I don't think he's first-round talent. I think that there'd be a riot. Yeah. Well, um, they're ranking him 44th here, so. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You got Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm. I mean, Jake Fromm's a good quarterback. James Morgan. I don't uh, know much about James Morgan. You got Anthony Gordon from Washington State. Okay. Maybe he'll be another Gardner Minshew. Maybe. You got Brian Lou Scalabrini? No. No. Oh, dang it. Even though he would make a good <laughs> a good quarterback. I can't pronounce this guy's last name. Lurky or something like that? I don't Where's know. It? He's from Michigan State. Brian Lurky? Lurky? That sounds a lot better than what I said. Yeah, I mean, most of those dudes after that guy, I've never even seen. Yeah, but uh, like most of these dudes are probably gonna be picked in like the fourth or fifth round, yeah. sixth or seventh, by um, by a lot of teams. But maybe one of them by the Saints. Maybe Which I we only have five draft picks this year. Oh wow! Yeah. Did y'all not decide to? Did y'all decide not to save things? No, we traded a bunch of them for oh, stuff. Oh, so y'all aren't good stewards of y'all's things? Correct. Yeah, we traded one of them to Miami. That's right. Um, why do y'all remember. hate, or why do y'all like trading picks? Because we needed players in the moment. 
I not okay. Here we go again. Not hate, but I wish the Cowboys uh, front office was more aggressive in their approach as some teams are. But then um I hear that certain teams only have four or five picks like you just said. And then it kind of just makes me like, "Oh, okay. Well, then the Cowboys know what they're doing. I don't." <laughs> yeah, we uh And I mean, I think that we we still have a really solid roster. Oh, yeah. Um but y'all's thing is is either the Saints um can't play in the big times or the refs like to mess stuff up for y'all, yeah. The refs cheat. The refs like to cheat for you guys. Like last year, the Minnesota Vikings just ruined you guys. Yeah, we uh and I say we because I was there on the field. You were. And my I heart. saw you. And you actually called me and texted me. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I not like, at the same time, hey, but Israel, you called here. me. Hey, I'm down here. Can you see me? And I'm like, No, Jeff, they're not pointing at you yet. Uh first of all, the Saints never should have been in the situation that they were in for a single play to win or lose the game. No. But mm-hmm. that was OPI. Yeah. 100% offensive pass interference on Rudolph. Again, the Saints should not have been in a situation where one play wins or loses it, but that was OPI. Yeah. Uh Offensively, we came out in that game and just were terrible. Oh, yeah. Just stagnant. Sucked. It was terrible. I hated yeah. it. Um, and so Did that one play like ruin the momentum of y'all's entire team or no? That one play lost the game because he caught a touchdown pass in overtime. Well, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> did that one, like, like if they would have called it, do you think they could If they would have called offensive pass interference? Yeah. I think... Because I don't know what it is about you guys, but during the regular season, y'all are great. Yeah. Y'all are firing on all cylinders. All three facets of of y'all's game is on point. Right. And then y'all get into the playoffs, and you have... uh, What is it? The Miracle in Minnesota, or... The the Minneapolis Minneapolis Miracle. Miracle. Yeah. And then you have um, 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 the no-call against the Rams. Yeah. And then the... The Eagles put a beating on y'all, or no? No. Nope. Or did y'all beat the Eagles? No, we we beat the Eagles. Okay. Then, and then, then we played the Rams and lost. And, in that okay. Game. And then y'all have the push off. Push off, yeah. So I mean, y'all just aren't destined. We just to had win. really bad luck. I mean, we have had since anymore. we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was about to say y'all y'all aren't destined to win anymore. Since we won the Super Bowl, we've had four of the most heartbreaking losses, I'm most not ridiculous lie. I like to watch plays. That play. Most ridiculous things that have ever happened because Beastquake happened against us. That is true. Beastquake happened <sighs> against us because I about that one. we were the five seed that year. Dude. Because uh, we came in second place in the NFC South. The Seahawks were seven and nine. And had to go to Seattle. <laughs> the Seahawks <laughs> were seven and nine, dude. And the Seahawks were, Matt were seven Hasselbeck and nine. Matt Hasselbeck was there. Matt dude. Hasselbeck. Uh, and, that uh, linebacker with the funny name, Tatapu. Was still on yeah. their roster, <laughs> and uh, Beastquake happened. Beastquake happened, and then um, Minneapolis Miracle. The million, the Minneapolis Miracle. There you go. And then the the Rams, dude. NFC Championship game. I'm not gonna lie, but I watched that Minneapolis Miracle play. Yeah, so did I. I. Had a lot. Uh, you watched it a lot. 
Yeah, like so like, that you can make fun of uh, Manti Teo. N- uh, no, <laughs> no, no. If Manti Teo's girlfriend cuts off this this broadcast right now, <laughs> get out of here, Manti Teo's girlfriend. Get away from me. That was probably the single hand like the most funniest joke that entire <laughs> For year. For sure, it was. <laughs> it was a hundred percent. Manti Teo's imaginary girlfriend tackled. Uh, oh. What's his name? Marcus Lattimore. <laughs> no, it was no, it wasn't. It wasn't Lattimore. It was uh, the safety. I can't even remember his name. Lattimore was covering downfield. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was just a bad read. He went for the legs instead of to push him out of bounds. But yep. whatever. Um, oh, and then to add on top of y'all's bad luck, Sean Payton got the Rona. He did, but he's recovered. Well, I mean, yes, but he had the Rona. But he recovered. No, yeah, that's fine. I mean, just like Saints. Or just like the Saints do, they recover, and then more miracles keep happening to other teams. Are you saying that Sean Payne's going to get the Rona again? No, what I'm saying Don't is... you wish that evil on him, Ricky Bobby? No, dude, I'd never wish the Rona on anybody, bro. Don't put that out in the airwaves. As, as uh, what does Stephen, um, Stephen A. say? The FCC airwaves? Don't put that out there. Oh, apparently that's what Stephen A. says. Stephen A. Smith, yeah. Uh, shout out Stephen A. Smith. But... Yeah, that's Mario what. Chalmers. <laughs> Kwame Brown. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh, what is it? Slava Menvendeko. <laughs> anyway. um, but, like, to. <laughs> but, yeah, like, as a Saints fan from, like, 09 all the way to now, y'all have suffered heartache for sure. That's true. So, but, I mean, I can't say anything because. You're a Cowboys fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. 96? Cowboys till I die, yeah. I was three years old when the last time they won their title. Three I remember watching old. that game. You do? Yeah, I watched it for sure. Oh, yeah, well, you said, you know. I mean, in 96, I was nine, so. Yeah, you started understanding more. That's when you said you saw the, the Bulls versus the Supersonics. Yeah, man. That year, uh, too. I, I, I remember watching that series, uh, and the main thing that I remember about it, because I was only nine, um, the main thing I remember about it is how how annoying the Supersonics announcer guy was. Oh yeah. Uh, if you guys are listening still and uh, want to, anyway, go on YouTube and look up the introductions for the Seattle Supersonics in the 1996 NBA Finals. Boom. It was uh, super. It was super annoying because like the the Bulls had that super cool song. Um, um, by the Alan Parsons Project, and then, you know, it was just great. But then the Supersonics is like, you know, here's the starting lineup for the Bulls, blah, 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 Michael Jordan, this and that and the other, and then it's like, this dude says, the Seattle Supersonics. Yes, I do remember watching that. Yeah, it got annoying. Supersonics. Yeah. For like 36 seconds. Dude. It was so annoying, bro. Yeah. But. All that said, Seattle should still have a basketball team. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, There's If they had one right now, I'd buy Supersonics gear right now. Bro, Supersonics gear was awesome. You know who else had super awesome gear that's really underrated? The Vancouver Grizzlies. Dude, that is true. They did um, have cool Way gear. cooler than the Memphis Grizzlies stuff. Vancouver Grizzlies stuff is awesome. That is true. It is awesome. And uh, Charlotte Hornets stuff. The Charlotte Hornets. Dude, what is the greatest player of all time doing with that team? Uh... <laughs> He's <coughs> he's owning it. Yeah. And he's not a good owner. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a good owner. 
<laughs> he's he's even worse as a front office exec when he was with the Wizards and playing for them at the same time. Oh, nice. Like he drafted Kwame Brown, dude. Kwame Brown. <laughs> he drafted him and was like, "Hey, shout out Stephen A. Let's uh, let's draft this 18 year old kid, and then I'm gonna be Michael Jordan to him." Yeah. Now, for those of you that are listening that don't remember how Michael Jordan was with people. He, he was very mean. Beat you into submission. Yeah. He was hurtful with his words uh, to try and get you to perform at a level higher than you were performing because he expected everybody to be as good as he was. And that's impossible, especially for Kwame Brown. But if you're on his team, you better make it possible. But if you're on his team, <laughs> you better, you you better, better <laughs> make it possible. <laughs> you better be on that guy's yeah, level. Yeah, because if, you're on his if team. you don't, then he's going to chastise you and uh, make you cry. Dude, watching the last dance like Bro. made me realize that he is a jerk. Oh yeah, He's absolutely. Nobody ever said he wasn't him. one. I would have hated to play with Michael Jordan. I wouldn't have hated to play with Michael Jordan because I would have six rings. Well, okay, if if this was me like four or five years ago, then yeah, yeah bring it on. I can take anything you bring to me. But this is like me now, the sensitive me that I've been for like the past two, three years now. Yeah. Then. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't want to play with Michael Jordan. He's mean, and I don't like it. Look, dude, here's... And here's, I'd cry. Like, I'd go to the locker room, and I'd cry. Here's my perfect, like, perfect thing. Yeah. Let me be a bench player dude. that never sees the court. Dude, for sure. Dude, like, if I could have been Brian Scalabrini... Yeah. Straight up, dude. It would have been over. Scott Pollard. Well, he played more than... Yeah, he did. But, you know, those dudes that are just like, hey... You're going to come in because we're up by 93 points with 30 seconds left? Yeah. I mean, I would love to be that guy. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. But I'm sure Michael probably yelled at them the entire time during practices and stuff, oh, too. Oh, he did, yeah. So, Like, dude, like there was a clip where he was getting on Ron Harper. Bro, <laughs> yes. He was getting on Ron Harper. He was like, getting on Ron Harper. What the heck? And then he went to Tony, and he's all like, Tony, you don't want me to. <laughs> like, you don't want me at you, Tony. And I was like, well, that's because. <laughs> Tony Kukoc, you better listen, bro. You better well, listen. Well, you remember what you they did listen. to him in 92, right? Yeah. Well, Scotty and Michael well, that ruined that, that poor that boy's Jer life. Well, in yeah, the, uh, well, that was that year that Jerry Krause was going to pick him up, and they knew about it. So he's like, we're going to ruin this Ruin that poor about. man's life in the Olympics, man. Yeah, we're going to see what this guy's all about. And poor can Tony you, Kukoc didn't know. Can you about. imagine? Not even, I, I mean, Tony Kukoc is a good player. I mean, he's, totally. just, he's like a 6'8 dude from Croatia? I think so. Uh, he's a good player. But, like, your first initial contact with NBA players is the best player in the world. Yeah. And one of, the top, of one of the top five players in the world yeah. trapping you on defense. And can you imagine, bro? Like, so... In the uh, in the ninety three Eastern Conference Finals, mm -hmm. when the Bulls played the Knicks, yeah, they were trapping like Michael and Scotty were trapping full court like against John Starks and Doc uh, Doc Rivers. Yeah, like how do you how do you beat that? How do you get past that? Yeah. Two of the best defenders in the league just coming at you, man. Just going at you with yeah. everything that they have. Yeah, that would be terrifying, dude. That would be. I would need to change my pants. Like how that I pooped them. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean that that, I mean that just kind of shows that they deserved. Well, not well. I can't say they deserved all the money because apparently from the last dance, according to the last dance, they didn't get paid much. Well, but they were well, insane basketball players. 
during the season that The Last Dance was talking about, Jordan got paid a lot. But apparently, I was listening to a pod today, and they were talking about how um, Jordan didn't make more than $4 million playing basketball until the 96-97 season. That makes That's sense. the first time that he ever made more than four million dollars, and then he started making like thirty-two, and then in ninety-eight he made thirty-eight, uh, thirty-six million dollars. That makes sense. Um, but Scotty also signed a seven-year contract for eighteen million dollars. That and was not a smart thing to do. And that's kind of messed up how they bamboozled him into it. Not uh, technically bamboozled him into it because yeah. even uh, uh, Reinsdorf told him he's all like, "Don't sign this deal. It's yeah. not a good deal." But but they also weren't willing. I mean, they weren't really willing to renegotiate either later. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Dude, that whole, like, that front offense from watching The Last Dance, and I know it's only two episodes, so, you know, it's kind of just kind of wait from, and see what happens from now. From what I've heard, it's going to make people, um, Jordan is not going to look very great. Oh, okay. Um, going forward, because we saw a little taste of how much of a jerk he could be. Yeah. In the first two episodes. Yeah. Uh, it gets way worse. <laughs> according to what Bill Simmons said, and he was a part of the production company, like the production team when yeah. they first started putting it together. So, Which, that probably makes sense for sure. But, like, from the first two episodes, where I'm coming from is is how jank the front office was. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jerry Krause, um, obviously I don't know much about it no, other no. than what I've heard and seen, but he seemed to be someone who wanted recognition and he wanted um which from what he credit, created he yeah, deserved it absolutely he I deserved mean, it he did but he also had went about it the wrong the way the greatest sure. player of all time playing on his team yeah and on incredible deals until 97 and 98 i mean yeah uh, he did build the team and yeah. he you know he he traded cartwright no he traded for cartwright um he traded oakley to get cartwright and that's what started Winning the team, like yeah. winning the titles, and then Got you know Horace Grant. he picked up Horace Grant. He he traded up to pick up Pippen. You know he made smart plays and got Rod Harper in there. He got Rodman in there for the dude. Imagine the second if Scotty would have stayed in in Seattle. Oh man, Kemp, Gary, oh, man, and Scotty. <laughs> and then later, my boy Detlef Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp, shout out, shout out, shout out to Detlef Shrimp. If dude. this gets to you, bro, yeah, shout man. out Detlef Shrimp. But imagine that, dude. That would have been a Scotty, Sean, and Gary. Yeah, Gary and and Scotty playing defense would have been incredible to watch. But there you go. But I, I mean, I just think that uh, Jerry Krause ruined my favorite basketball team uh, if, by having an ego too big. If they would have stayed together, I think they would have lasted till '03 because that's how long all of them pretty much lasted, didn't they? Um. Like, yeah, we know so, that Scotty went over to play in China, but that doesn't count. Right. Um, so I don't know that they would have been able to stay together until 03. Um, that would have been a long time for if MJ. If they would have made it possible. Well, because let's say they went um, in 99. Mm -hmm. If they would have played the 99 season, yeah. they would have whooped San Antonio Spurs. Probably. Loved Tim Duncan to death. Probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest power forward in basketball history. Well, he is the greatest power forward in basketball but history. But he wouldn't have stood a chance. And they would have lost that 99 season. Probably. Um, I agree with that. And then in two that well, that's where you finally would have so come So in 2000 is where I think they lose. Yeah, um, I just forgot. They yeah. either, they I think they either lose to the Lakers or they they beat the Lakers in seven. Yeah. Um, 2001, no one 
was beating that Los Angeles Lakers team. That's true. Um, but my boy AI got one. <laughs> he got one. My boy AI got one. <laughs> he got one. Got one. Uh, yeah, that's why they went sixteen and one in that se- in that season instead of sixteen and zero. Yeah. But um, I think that I think. I think the 96 Bulls in their prime, like with Jordan and Pippen in their prime, yeah, probably could have beat the 01 Lakers. But 2001 Bulls, like if they kept everybody the same. But also, is that Lakers team going to make the finals without Phil? Mm. I mean, because they didn't, they didn't make the finals until Phil got there. He got there in, in 2000 and took them to um, three straight finals. Is, could and Jerry, then, uh, um, Jerry Krause, could he, would he have kept... Phil Jackson through that, through Michaels, because Michael even said it in the last dance. He's all like, I told front office I'm not yeah. staying here. Well, the it only way that they would have kept Michael is that they would have re-signed Phil, and Jerry wasn't willing to do it. And technically they did sign Phil, but to a one-year contract. Right. But I, I, what I'm saying is that if they would have tried to keep Michael Jordan there, he would have said, no, you yeah. have to sign Phil Jackson. Yeah. Um, And Krause wasn't willing to do that. No. Um, And then there was just... Um, you know, Jordan really didn't have anywhere to go after that. Um, yeah. I don't think that there was a team that would have been able to afford him, honestly. Uh, but it would have been fun to watch. I think it would have been fun to watch them play until 03, and then Jordan just hand the torch off to LeBron, kind of like passing of the Cause that's pretty much the guard or whatever. That's kind of pretty much when all the, the well, like the big-time 84 Excuse me, the big time '84 draft prospects. That's when they started kind of dying off in '03. Charles R- Barkley was playing with the Rockets back then, like in '03. Scotty was with the Rockets for a little bit. Um, yeah, he was in '87, but I mean, still like '84. Uh, Scotty, Jordan was playing in '03. Yeah, and so there's just like, I mean, those are the only two names I can think of right now. But yeah, I mean, I think that if. Um I think if Jordan would have stuck around, like if they would have worked things out and continued the dynasty, um, probably they could have extended it to one more and had a four-peat. Yeah. Um, 2000 would have been a tough year, though, man. Cause, okay, here we go. Because um, um, Olajuwon played till 03. Mm-hmm. Sam Bowie, I never... Sam Bowie's the... He's the one that everybody says the Portland made a bad decision yeah. trading him or picking him instead of Jordan, but they had Drexler at the time. So. Yeah, um, Jordan uh, played to three. Sam Perkins, I don't know when he stopped playing. Um, Charles Barkley played to three. Melvin Turpin, don't know him. Um, Alvin Robertson, don't know him. <laughs> Gordon Lancaster, don't know him. Well, really, Otis it's just Thorpe, those, those first few picks i mean john stockton played to 03 yeah anyways there's just i just think that that 2000 team keep talking i'm gonna find names like the uh, 2000 lakers um jerome kersey were very good and i think that um had they had the right coach i don't i don't know that i just don't know that Shaq and kobe make it to the finals without phil jackson um, because he was able to uh, manage the personalities of Shaq and Kobe, yeah, in a way that nobody else could have, and they were already trying to kill each other in '99, yeah. Um, and so when he came in in 2000 and led them to 
the finals, um, that's when things really started working themselves out. And, you know, I just don't know that – I'm sure – like, they were talented enough, obviously, to make the finals because they did it. But I just don't know if they would have been able to find a coach good enough to get them there. Because when they started there, there uh, Dale Harris was still the coach. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. And I mean, I would love – <laughs> And I've always said, you know, if, if Jordan doesn't retire in 94, eight beat. They just win eight straight titles. Do you think they could have? No. No? No. So you think the Rockets would win yes. still even if I think Jordan that, was in? I think that they may have won seven of eight. Yeah. They may have won four in a row. Um, When they would have had to have won four in a row at some point in that. But I just don't. Dude, that Rockets team was so good. Yeah. That Rockets team was so good. And... I mean, Jordan, eventually, that many times in a row. Like, we've seen we've seen LeBron. He made eight straight finals, right? Yeah. He was tired. Oh, yeah. Like, exhausted. And he was the only player, the only player on all eight of those teams. Yeah. Can, like, I mean, that's that's a ton of games playing for eight June, straight seasons. 82 games and not playing until June. Yeah. Late and, June. And the, late, and, and the Bulls were not sweeping people. No. Like, they were very, like, they did sweep some, but there were very few series where they were just, like, you know, f- five or, s- like, five or fewer games. Yeah. Usually, I mean, when they when they won the finals, the only finals I think that they won in five was the first one in 91. Everything yeah. else went six games. That 98 Eastern Conference Finals went seven games. Yeah. Um, And so, I just don't know. And, and they were going to have to go up against the Magic in 94, 95. Um, I just... <sighs> And I used to be the guy that was like, no, Jordan, Jordan would, would will them to win eight straight titles. Yeah. And it's like, dude, Jordan is, he is not a god. No. He's he's a dude who is incredible at basketball. Incredible. Um, I think that if he wouldn't have left and in, in, in retired in 94, 95, um, that he would have, they would have had the best shot of anybody to win eight straight titles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. That that's ever walked the face of the earth, mm-hmm. but I don't think that it would have happened, um, just because those Rockets teams were so good. Yeah, I mean they swept, they swept Orlando, um, Orlando, <laughs> with with Shaq and Penny, and Shaq and Penny knocked the, first the Bulls Kobe out. And LeBron. Yeah, I mean, first Kobe and Shaq. Sorry. First Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, I mean, and they they're the ones that knocked the Bulls out in '95. Yeah. So, um, and obviously, uh, granted. That was MJ coming in halfway through the yeah, season. Yeah, midway through the and, season. And what have you, but I just don't. The grind that it takes, the amount of of wear and tear. Because really, Cause those dudes weren't it, resting. No. They weren't taking games off and, and sitting games out. No, they weren't quiet. You know, if you had back to back games or three games in four nights or whatever, they were playing. Yeah. Jordan would not sit out. He no, he was playing to. all 82 seasons. Yeah, him and Pippen. Like, all 82 games, I mean. Aside from the 98 season when Pippen was, you know, sitting out in protest or whatever because yeah. of his injury. Like, dope. they played as many games as they possibly could because yeah. you play to win the game. Shout out Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. But, uh, <laughs> Shout out to you, homie. But it's like, you know, we saw Kawhi last year when he played like 60 games in the regular season. Yeah. And then he comes in and, and demolishes life, the, yeah. the in the in the playoffs. But he he the playoffs. But he played sixty games. He missed twenty two games last year. Um, and everybody's worried about 
player rest and, you know, sitting out and managing minutes and those kind of things. And it's like, that's not what the 90s was, man. Nope. That's not the culture of basketball. That nope. was uh, advanced metrics and stats and stuff have, have led us into that direction. And it's probably better for the players in the long run. Yeah. But I just don't. No, no, no. I don't think that there's any way they could have kept it up for eight straight seasons. Uh-huh. Either they would have won six straight and then lost in 97 and 98, or they would have dropped one of those to the Rockets somewhere. Something would have happened where, where they ran out of steam somewhere and just could not handle it anymore. Because even in 98, Jordan was exhausted. Yeah. Like, watching those those finals games in 98, like him and Scotty were tired. Yeah. And that was with Jordan taking 18 months off in the middle of it. Yeah. So... What was, what kind of, it's crazy to see, or, yeah, I guess see, anyways, (laughs) that uh, there's probably a player in every single finals that Jordan went up against that you wanted at least to win one title. Like, Um, like I wouldn't mind if Barkley Barkley won one. Yeah, Yeah, Drexler won one later with the Rockets, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't mind if Barkley would have won. Yeah. One, I wouldn't have mind it, or if it wouldn't have bothered me if if Gary, Gary and, and Kemp and Kemp won and your one. Boy I know Lef. Gary won one later with the Heat, but your boy, your boy Dead Left Shrimp and my boy Dead Left Shrimp. Um, and the same well, with uh, with Malone, John Stockton man. and Malone, dude. I wish they would have won at least one of those. Yeah, one out of those two, but I don't know. They just couldn't seal the deal. They couldn't well, finish. Think of the dudes that. Never won one that were in the Eastern Conference during that time. Dude, the one that gets me every time, or the two that get me, Reggie that didn't won one, was Reggie Miller is number one on that list. Patrick but the Ewing. other one is Patrick Ewing. Those two are the guys that I'm just like, any, how could you guys have not? I don't have any like, sad feelings. Uh, I don't have any bad feelings at all about Patrick Ewing not winning one because yeah. I did not like the Knicks at all. No, 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 that's fine. So, But I was but just... I'm with you on Reggie Miller. Yeah. Like, him, I, I wish that... I honestly really really was pulling for him in the in the 2000 finals. Oh yeah. Like I wanted them to win so bad. Well, in in in, in 2004, uh, they were the best team in the league until the Malice of the Palace and oh. then 15 of their guys had to sit out. Steven Jackson, bro, why'd you have to do it? Shout out Steven. <laughs> shout out Shout out Stacks. Uh, Captain Jack out here just throwing haymakers, man. Uh that that was one of the ones that got away from them because they were they were probably they were like the them best. and the Pistons were probably the top two teams. Well, in they the were NBA. the best team in the league at that time. Like yeah. they had the best record in the league. They were killing people, and then they got into a brawl. So, yeah. Um, but I mean Reggie for sure. I was I, I liked Reggie, and I liked Barkley, man. Barkley like, and Reggie. I would have loved to have seen um, Barkley win a title. Yeah. But and Kemp, so shout out to my boy Cade. He loved Kemp. Sean Kemp was Kemp. Kemp was Cade's favorite player. Oh yeah, yeah, he loved Sean Kemp, dude. And I'm like, all right, you know, uh, quick, quick pop quiz for you. Oh. Who was Jeff's favorite Chicago Bull in 1996? It was not Michael Jordan. It may surprise you. It might. I don't know. Yes, dude. Oh, um. Was it Luke Longley, dude? <laughs> no. Oh. 
Well, you said it might surprise you. Like, okay. BJ Armstrong, bro. BJ Armstrong. Dude, I forgot about him. I love BJ Armstrong. Man. I didn't know he was there in 96. I no, no, no. He, he was left. the other one. He was in 93. My bad. 93. Okay. I was like, I thought Ron was already there in 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. No, it was BJ Armstrong in, in the early the early three-beat. My bad, guys. The 93 team. Yeah. And the only, you, you want to know why he was why? my favorite player? Because he was the smallest dude on the court. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in 93, I was six. And so... I was super small compared yeah. to my brother who was 6'6 six, six already because yeah. my oldest brother's 11 years older than me. So he was 17 at that time. So he was already super tall. And <laughs> when I was a kid, we lived in, in Floydata. Shout out Whirlwinds. What's up? What's up? Get some. Uh, we lived out in this um, this house out in the country uh, on this farm. And the guy, I guess, I think it was the guy that owned the property. Like, so this was like probably 89 or 90 mm-hmm. um, it's one of my earliest recollections uh, of anything but we would go over to the barn and like hang out um, my brother had a basketball goal set up in there and so he would shoot like shoot baskets every once in a while I go in there and hang out try and be cool like him yeah even though you know I'm like three yeah and uh, the guy would come in and he would call my brother short stuff and I was like he's not short at all He's a very tall man. He's so tall. <laughs> and I didn't understand it cuz I'm like 3, yeah. maybe 4 at this time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was still it was still it had to have been like 1990. Um cuz I was born in 87, so there's no way I was remembering stuff when I was 2, I don't guess. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. But he would call him short stuff and I'd be like, "He is not short. He's extremely tall." <laughs> He's a very tall I man. I mean, at that time he was 14 or 15, so he was probably I'd bet he was like five nine, five ten already, because he's six six now. Yeah, and so he is a tall um, dude. Yeah, and so I'm like, he's not short. I'm short, yeah. and then B.J. Armstrong, I loved him because he was short. So y'all two could just mesh. And together. I was like, I'm B.J. Armstrong. You are B.J. Armstrong. I am. B. Now J. you're Armstrong. an agent. <laughs> That's true. I am. Now, because you're B.J. Armstrong, you are also a sports agent. I am. That happened. Congratulations, you done it. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh yeah, so Reggie Miller, man. Pour one out. <laughs> Pour one out for Reggie. Pour one out. And his giant ears. Hey Reggie, if this gets back weird, to you some and his weird shot. If 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 this gets back to you somehow, Reggie. I just want you to know you have a fan here in Freona. Freona, Texas, man. You have a fan here in Freona, Texas. I was living in Hereford, but now I'm in Freona. And <laughs> you have a fan. You have a fan in me, buddy. There you go. Boom. Um Yeah, man. That's one of the <clears throat> That's one of those arguments that everybody gets into. I used to get into it with uh with people all the time, was like, who would win against the two thousand one Lakers and the ninety six Bulls? And it was like well, they both had the same coach, so I don't know how to play that one out. Yeah, it's kind of because Phil would be coaching against Phil. I mean, we could pop it on two K right now, and I could put those two teams together. We could, right we now. could do that, and but watch. it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same, no. Um, I would be interested if we could do that and put Phil versus Phil, and uh, and see how he would coach against himself. Yeah, but I just don't. There's no way to really hash that out. It's crazy how, how. 
like that offense worked for both of them, for both teams that he had. Yeah. He's, he's the only coach that can say that. That's true. Like my offense worked for two teams. Yeah. And I won rings because of it. Yeah, I won a lot of rings. A lot of rings because 11 of 11 to be exact. 11. <laughs> I won a lot of rings <laughs> doing my system. So, hey, more power to you, Phil. Yeah, his system that he stole from Tex Winter. And then my Mavs came in, boy, in 2011 and swept that offense. They did. Bye-bye, Phil. Andrew, See you. Andrew Bynum, uh, clothesline J.J. Barrett. For sure, dude. But J.J.'s <laughs> like 5'5 five, five or 5'2 five, five, and a half, dude. That guy's short. Uh, shout out, J.J. But, yeah, like that, that dude's very short. So, technically he had it coming because he tried to lay it up on Andrew Bynum. And but sure did enough, he have it coming? He got clothesline, dude. No, no. What I'm saying is, in Andrew's mind, he had it coming because you're five five. You're already winning by a lot. You know you're going to win the game, and you want to come up and lay it up still. Yeah. Shot clock was winding down, man. Yeah. I don't actually know if that's accurate. No, I, I don't. I don't know if the shot clock was winding down, but I do know that we were already winning at that point when JJ went up to <laughs> drove it in to lay it in. So it's just kind of one of those things. Where it was just like, all right, what ifs? That's true. And then you guys won the title that and year. We won the title that year. Be we LeBron. shouldn't have, but we won. Hey, man, they shouldn't have been uh, talking trash in front of Jason Terry, man. They shouldn't have. That's the weirdest thing. Uh, that finals is so confusing to me because there is no, like, the Mavs had no business winning that. None whatsoever. But Like, we Dirk did. is awesome. I love Dirk Nowitzki. He's a, yeah, he's great. He's incredible. Yeah, future Hall of Famer. Zero reason why they should have beat that, that Heat team. Zero. They should have beat the one in 06, not this one. They for sure should have. However, Jason Terry got angry and started flapping his wings all hard or whatever. No one likes a show off. <laughs> and then it just starts, they come back <laughs> from a 15 point <laughs> deficit in game two. They did it. And then all, I mean, like, you literally had probably in that era, in that time, you had the top three players in the NBA on one team Bosch, LeBron, Wade. Um, I wouldn't put. Bosch. You wouldn't put Bosch? That high. Because Bosch was actually, what you see from Big Boys Now, Bosch was doing before the Big Boys Now right, were doing he it. he was, but I don't think that he was a top three player in the league. Well. Just my personal opinion. If you put, um, if you rank them, um, he belongs in that era, he belongs in the top ten. I think he was probably a top ten player. But out of those top ten, they had. They had two of the top. They had two of the top at least 10 or 15 players. Let, in the Three of the top 10 or 15 players in the league. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Three of the top 10 players in the NBA. Right. So and the la- and the Mavs had one of the top 10 and then a bunch that weren't even close to the top 20. Yeah. Deshaun freaking Stevenson. Bro. Peja Stoyakovich. Peja. My boy Peja, man. That, like 03, that 03 Kings team, dude, makes me so sad. Dude. Like, those refs cheated them out for yeah. sure. 03 or 02? 2002. Yeah. Sad sad times. What can you do? That. Besides. Well, I mean, you know. Because that was the game that Scott Pollard was actually too. locking down Shaq. Yeah, well, and then everybody fouled out. Everybody fouled and out. And then Chris Webber was like, let me guard Shaq. And that was the stupidest thing <laughs> That just proves that. That was the stupidest thing ever because Chris Webber could not guard Shaq. No. I mean, Chris Webber was a good basketball player. Um, but Shaq, first of all, was like five inches taller than him. 
Yeah. And outweighed him by like 85 or 100 pounds. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, I'll get out of here. I'm going to guard Shaq. And Shaq was like, if that's what you want to do, homie. Do it. Uh, I'm going to dunk this right on top of your head, bud. Did they have Jason Williams at that time? Um, I think he was already gone. Okay. In 2002. Okay. Because I know they had Mike Bibby. They had Mike Bibby and they had my boy Bobby Jackson. Yeah, that's right. I loved Bobby Jackson. If they had the Mike Bibby of now, all jacked up oh and my swole, gosh. boy, <laughs> Mike Bibby. <laughs> Mike Bibby, come back right now. You Mike Bibby would have fought uh, fought Shaq for dude, supremacy. Mike dude, Mike Bibby would have been like, hey, Shaq, come up here, and just knocked him straight in the mouth. He would have. Boom. Mike Mike Bibby is terrifying. Right now Today he is. Today he is. Back dude. then he was like, oh, that's a good basketball player. Now he, uh, I would be afraid of him in a dark alley. Dude, I was watching this YouTube video. Uh, Nate Robinson yeah. um, started his own channel. Okay. And like pretty much like a night... Uh, a Nate Robinson forms of cribs. Like, he just goes and checks out people's houses. Okay. Like, celebrities, former athletes, whatever. And he yeah. went to Mike Bibby's house. Dude, Mike Bibby was opening a door to his shoe room. Mm-hmm. His entire arm was flexing just from opening <laughs> the door. And I'm like, Mike, put that arm away, bro. He did it on purpose, man. It looked like we get it. You're freaking jacked, okay? We understand that you're in great shape right now, Mike Bibby. He is, dude. It's like okay, you don't have you don't have to show off, but what sure enough, Mike Bibby just opened the door. He's like, I'm not gonna show y'all, or uh, what did he say? He's like, I'm not gonna show y'all everything, but he has his arm in full extension and like his biceps popping out, his forearms all flexed out. I'm like, really, Mike? Really? And they say if you got it, flaunt it, right? He did, he did for sure. If I looked like Mike Bibby, I would flex all the time. But but like the weird thing about where he lives, mm-hmm. well not weird, but it's just like it's not normally like you don't see that. Uh, um, not the fact that he lives in a cul-de-sac, but the fact that in his cul-de-sac is his family, like his brothers are his neighbors. Oh okay okay yeah like like literally like he was like walking his up. His family just lives in the houses around him. Yes, like uh, like like it's just a little small cul-de-sac. Yeah, and it's his entire family. Like like mm-hmm. he just walks up. Um, so Nate Robinson walks up and he's all like, uh, "Yeah, my brother lives here, and then my other brother lives there, and then my other brother lives here, and then my mom's lives right here." And I'm like, "Mike he just Bibby, up the neighborhood, you, dude. he bought up a cul-de-sac just for his family, bro." <laughs> what a good man! It's like Mike Bibby, how'd you how'd you pull that off, bro? He made a lot of money playing ball. He made a lot of money. You know what I found out today? What's up? Scottie Pippen made more money playing basketball than Michael Jordan that. did. Yeah, not right now, but like when we were talking about the last yeah. dance stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, that. I did not realize that on the court. Yeah. Eventually, Pippen scored. Scored. He made more money than Jordan did. He scored more money. Yeah. Because Jordan made eighty-nine million on the court, and Pippen made one hundred nine. That just goes to show you, it pays to not get paid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, technically, that's what it means for sure. I mean, two plus two equals twenty-two. That's true. Potato, tomato, it's all the same. It's thing, all the buddy. same. It's all the 2D2. same. Two d two, two d two two. Um, but yeah, I'm like, um, I saw that 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 stat today. I was like, so why is Scotty crying, bro? <laughs> <laughs> because because up to that point, he was one hundred twenty second highest played player in the NBA in 97. That uh, that Trailblazers team he was on, too, was actually pretty good, too. Yep. That was actually a pretty good that Trailblazers team. That was the 2000 team. team. Rasheed Wallace, Steve Smith, yep. uh, him. Um, 
Uh, who's the other guy? Was uh, uh, I can see his face. I just can't remember his name. I'm not going to look it up either because I don't want to. That makes sense. I'm, I'm a rebel. You are a rebel with the cause. Um, But anyway, yeah. That Blazers team was good. And they lost in seven games to the Lakers. The 0-1 Blazers, right? I thought it was 2000, wasn't it? I think it was 2000. You looking them up? Yeah. Wow, against my wishes. Not against your wishes, dude. It's for your wishes. I didn't wish for that. No, you didn't, but I did. I'm be so mad when you say his name, too. No, nah, dude, you can't be mad. Why? So, it was... Jermaine O'Neal was on that one. Oh, First, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, Greg Anthony. There you go. Oh, yeah. Greg Anthony, Stacey Ogman, Brian Grant, Gary Grant, Antonio Harvey. Oh, if it's Harvey, then it's Antonio. My bad. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> he doesn't have a Mexican last name, so mm. it's Antonio. Antonio Harvey. Okay. Yeah, not Antonio. Anyways, Joe uh, Klein, Jermaine O'Neal, Scottie Pippen, Arvid. Arvidas Sabonis? Sabonis. My boy. That's Deadlift th- Shrimp was on that team, yeah, too. Yeah, he was. Steve Smith, uh, Damian Stoudemire, Damon. Rasheed Wallace, and Bonsai Wells. Bonsai Wells. That's who I was trying to think of. Bonsai. Yeah. Damon Stoudemire and Bonzi Wells, man. Damon Stoudemire was a good point guard, man. Mike Dunleavy was that coach. I don't uh, know that. Yeah. Uh, Damon Stoudemire was like Damian Lillard before Damian Lillard. And now they're on the – I mean, they play for yeah, the same team. they play team. for the same team, yep. Yep. Damon Stoudemire was a beast. Um. Anyway, it's getting late, man. It is getting late. Uh, I think we'll go ahead and – Shut it off here. Yeah. If you guys have uh, made it all the way through this podcast, um, thank you for listening. Uh, do whatever you want to with it. Share uh, yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Send it to your friends. I mean, right now, or I mean, for our first one, it was just none but sports, but we always just go everywhere. Yeah. We usually will talk about other stuff, but that's going to be the thing. Uh, we'll talk about sports. We'll talk about hopefully not politics. Hopefully not. <laughs> Some... Some uh, Bible talk here and there. Um, Anyway, hopefully it was entertaining, if nothing else. Uh, You just got to hang out with me and and Israel for a couple hours, or however long this is. I don't know, maybe an hour and a half. But, uh, yeah, so uh, if you are listening or did listen, whatever, uh, please share it around. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time we do one. We'll see you all.